Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. And we're in the backyard of 79 Whistle Vista, grouping the first tiny rows of the season. Hi, bud. <laughs> and industriously digging a bit to set out a new head while his wife reads a book on the porch step. We find Feather McGee and Molly. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you go 
But don't track that soot all over me clean linoleum. Why not? You've got Johnson's self-polishing go coat on the linoleum out there, haven't you? And you know it can be wiped clean with a damp cloth. So what are you worrying about? That's all very well, Harlow, but I'd like to know what you're doing climbing down through our chimney. You think because Fred Allen has eagles on his show, we've got to have a start? Uh, just a minute, Sibber. Now, Molly, don't you find that glow coat saves you hours of house cleaning? Why, certainly I do. And I particularly like glow coat because it requires no rubbing or buffing. That's what I keep telling them about at the office. That's right, and Harlow, answer my question. What's the idea of sneaking down the chimney? Well, don't blame me for that. Gee, I've even ruined a good suit of clothes. Then whose idea was it? Well... The sponsor said to bring the advertising in differently this week. <laughs> but if this keeps up, I'm going to ask Mr. Johnson to give me my old job back. In the shipping room. That's what I'm going to do. Well, that's what I call doing a fireside chat the hard way. Oh, look, McGee, out the window. There goes a man with a tripod over his shoulder. Is that the surveyor? That's where? Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Now we'll get this boundary line settled once and for all. You coming, Molly? No, but I'll be out in a minute. Okay. And don't start another fight with Mr. Gildersleeve. All right, but as the cannibal says when he's seen the skinny missionary, I ain't going to take anything off of that guy. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. What a man. 
He can cause more trouble than a hornet in a hairnet. I only hope he... Hello, Fisher. Hello, Cupid. Oh, hello, Cupid. Where's Fisher? Well, he just went out in the backyard, Mr. DePopolis. Did you want him? Oh, no. I just wanted to tell him I was taking his advice. Oh, you mean following him. Sure. And not only that, Cupid, I'm catching up with it, too. He's saying I'm not getting enough exercise, so I'm learning myself to take lessons in how to play golf. Oh, that's fine. Nearly all the men I know are enthusiastic golfers. Sure, they are scared by it. Right out loud, too. Then how are you getting along, Nick? Well, the first thing that this teacher is telling me is, keep your head down, Mr. DePopolis. Well, that's simple enough. Can't you do it? Oh, I keep my head down, all right. But all the times I keep bumping into trees. Well, you can't on to it eventually. I suppose so. But the worst thing that is happening is when I'm landing the ball into the rocket. And the teacher is saying, Mr. DePopolis, use your spoon. And I'm saying, what do I do? Eat my way <laughs> Well, all you have to do is keep at it, Mr. DePopolis. Scooby, I have made a vow that I am going to learn this golfing if it is taking the rest of my natural life. And if you play golf, you can't leave one. Well, come on, Scooby. First is that I stop him if I don't see him in a day or so. What difference does it make? <laughs> My, what a fuss men make about golf. After all, it's just like kids playing shinny, only to get home later for supper. <laughs> oh, well, I suppose I'd better go out and see how the boys are getting along with the surveyor. <laughs> oh, come on, Gilbert, it's my turn to look through the telescope. <laughs> I don't want to miss any of this. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I haven't had so much fun since my uncle Bailey game went out to the barn in the dark and tried to milk a rubber glove. <laughs> Uh, let me see, quick. Uh-oh, they're playing patty cake. Hey, give me a look, will you, Phyllis? I'm a surveyor. It's my telescope. Quit <laughs> grabbing my arm, bud. I just got the thing adjusted right. <laughs> hey, Gildy, please. Yeah? You know what they're doing here, now? Here, here, <laughs> What's going on? McGee, what are you doing looking through that telescope? Oh, oh, hello, Molly. <laughs> you know what we're doing? We're watching Mrs. Uppington and Billy Mills on her sun porch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're big and clean like a couple of turtles. <laughs> you mean turtle doves, Gildersleeve? Go on, doves aren't that clumsy. Stop at this minute, both of you. Aren't you ashamed to spy on a beautiful romance like that? P.I.G. Well, he will. We're just having a little fun. I won't listen to another word. Oh, well. Let the surveyor have his telescope and get back to work. I'm, well, I'm disgusted with both of you. Well, Intruding yeah. on the privacy of a couple of nice people like Mrs. Uppington and Billy Mills. Gee, Molly. Haven't any breathing? Oh, but Molly, if you could only see Billy Mills stepping on up his lap. What? In <laughs> here? One side, boys, and let me have a look. <laughs> well, heavenly day. <laughs> Well, McGee, what does the surveyor say? Is our garage on Mr. Gildersleeve's property or is it? Well, we ain't still figuring it yet, Molly. Hey, Cap, how much longer are you going to stay? Just be a few minutes now, Mr. McGee. Well, hurry up. I haven't got all day to Uh Uh-oh, McGee. Here comes Mrs. Uppington. Huh? Oh, you don't think she's seen us speaking at her, do you? I don't think so, but we'll soon find out. Mm -hmm. Imagine her setting her smooth for a young man like Mr. Mills. (laughs) Why, why, it's Robin the crazy. Well, I don't know. That fellow hasn't let a lullaby for a long time. 
evening, Mrs. Uppins. It's so nice to see you. Up close. Yes, we know. Uh, excuse me for being personal, Mrs. Uppington, but uh, your lipstick is smudged. Oh, oh, thank you, my dear. I want to make it to be different. We want to really talking about the falls. My father, you got too, Robert. I beg your pardon. Have you uh, seen Billy Mills lately, Mrs. Uppington? Oh, you and my school? No, I didn't think I... Oh, yes, yes, I found that a short time ago. <laughs> imagine me forgetting that. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Isn't Billy Mills a sweet man, Mrs. Uppington? Oh, yes, indeed, my dear. We have so much in common, both being lovers and losers, I really. Go on, tell 
what's all about. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> you built your house on lot 30, and the dude built his house on lot 29. What? <laughs> 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 that has Gildy's house on it but also three feet of my garage? That's right. And, and this pack of McGee's, is that all I have for my name? <laughs> Boy, you catch on quick. Oh. <laughs> this is terrible. It's awful. What will I ever tell Mrs. Gildersleeve? I'm a ruined man. <laughs> Come on, Molly. Let's go back to the house and start packing. I want to move into Gildy's place before it gets dark. McGee. McGee, don't do that. Huh? Don't break up a peaceful, cozy residence. But I put a lot of money into that house. Oh, yeah. Remember what the poet said, McGee. It takes a heap of plumbing to make a house a home. <laughs> yeah, and I remember what another poet said, too. Home is where the heart is, and I got my heart set on your home. Please, please, McGee. I beg you, don't be so cruel. Oh, get up off your knees, Gildersleeve. <laughs> I'm the heart to go through with it. I'll let you keep your home. You will? Oh, McGee, that's mighty big-hearted of you, dear. McGee, you're a gentleman. I'll always be indebted to you. Oh, that's all right, Gildy. But where's the boundary line between our property? Uh, uh, three feet, the other side of your garage and driveway, McGee. That's right, and don't forget it. Oh, you've taken a great load off my mind, Sipper. Going home now and lay down for a little while. <laughs> Yes, that's my nerves, you know. Goodbye, Mrs. McGee. So long, Fibber. And a long and prosperous life to you both. Hey, uh, Mr. McGee, is that all you need me for? Yeah, that'll be all, Cap. How much do I owe you? Five dollars for myself and two dollars for the rental of these civilian instruments. Oh, you have to rent your surveying instruments every time you get a job? Oh, Molly, I forgot to introduce you. This is Cap Stivers of the old vaudeville team of Stivers and Stuff. Oh, yeah. an actor. Yeah. I thought he was a civilian. Yeah. So did Gildersleeve. <laughs> deceiving Mr. Gildersleeve about that fake surveyor. Molly, when a man is fighting for his own home, for his loved ones, with the wall against his back, and the head... Come in. Silver McGee and Molly, you best about what you want. Can you give me an interview sometime tomorrow? I want to write a story about how you two achieved such popularity on the radio. Oh, oh how nice. Yes, indeed. Call us up anytime. Yeah. What magazine you work for, bud? No magazine. I write mystery stories. Oh, well, you can't please all the people all the time. No, we're lucky to do it for a couple of months in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, all. <laughs>